So it's kind of been the same revelation for me, you know, as I'm getting to know this person that I've never had anybody. He said, it's been difficult dating you. Mm. I couldn't even hear anything else he said after that. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, well, I didn't know it was so hard dating me. You know, it's right. like, I'm thinking, I'm great. Right. Like, what do you mean it's been difficult? Right. Like, I'm amazing, you know? So, yeah, so I'm still on a high from um, the breast cancer walk experience. That was my first time participating as, you know, a survivor. So it was a different experience this time, of course. And, um, and it was just like, oh my God. If Brandy freaking Hunter had not done this at the time, you were Hunter Lewis now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, cause I, he loved it yeah. and he really could play all the sports too, but that, that became his passion. Focus. A lot of those men are coaching their children. <laughs> They're coaching their children. And it's, it's so hard. I mean, I put myself in that position. Like I've never coached my children, but how was it? How can you not be biased? I just love Coach Prime. Yeah. But I also have to think if my children played the same position as Shadur or Shiloh, would I want them to go to that school? And I, I don't think I would. Welcome to episode five of Mama's on the Move 2.0. I am Brandy. And I am Keisha. And we're just going to jump right in. Keish, tell me what's been going on with you, girl. Um, what has been going on? A um, little bit of life, mm -hmm. as usual. Um, I just got back in town mm -hmm. from visiting my friend. Mm -hmm. That was good and challenging. Mm -hmm. It was eventful, right? <laughs> it was eventful. Okay. But in good ways. And, you know, it's, it, you know being in a relationship, uh, not in a relationship, but, you know, working towards that, I guess, mm -hmm. if you will, um, it ex it ex it's humbling yeah. because it exposes a lot about you to yourself. Right. You know, and especially for me, because it's been 15 years almost mm. and I haven't had to make the kind of adjustments I make. So went to visit him, um, you know, parenting, like always dealing with that kind of stuff and this crazy real estate market, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, and just still trying to kind of figure out what is it for me in this season? Yeah, I know it's more. So that's that's just kind of what I've been doing. But I'm curious. I want you to kind of expound on that. Um, you know, you said it's been humbling. So in what ways have you learned something different about yourself that you would say you took away from that experience? Um. Well, you know, we often talk about mindset when it comes to business, right? Yeah. Like you have to have a certain kind of mindset to be successful, the things you have to do daily and that type of stuff. Yeah. I have never been told before that I needed to shift my mindset in terms of how I see things in through a relationship lens or trying to have a relationship type of lens, meaning I'm so set in my ways. Yeah. And I'm not accustomed to making adjustments. Yeah. I'm actually like when things don't go well, I just kind of move on. Mm. It's not the right thing. Right. But it's what I've done. Yeah. Um, and so and we've talked about that because it's it's interesting it's kind of like an oxymoron where you know you want this right but you move away from it right you know you want it but you move away from well, it well it's based in fear yeah like it's always yeah. based it's everything like you know it's based in fear so for me it's it's fear of loss yeah. that I've, I've i've had loss um you know losing my my late husband um you know my parents this is just based in fear of loss yeah. some of it and then the other part of it is pride yeah it's pride it's like oh right you know, that's right. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm you know, and so it's, until somebody says, well, how's that been working out for you? Right. You know what I mean? It's like not so good, but still, you know, type of thing. And so, you've not had to, you've not been challenged in that way, mm -mm. you know, but one by someone who I felt like you, you, you wanted to work on that part of yourself. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was easy for you to do it before to just yeah. like kind of we, we mentioned the word sabotage. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. now I feel like you're you know that you want it mm -hmm. and this person you like enough to where you're open 
to making some corrections where or adjustments where I am be. I am open to making some adjustments, but it is it is it is challenging. It's, hard. it's humbling. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's humbling because yeah. you think you, you think you're this person. Yeah. And it really takes somebody. That's what I say when I talked about it being challenging season for me parenting my son. I've always thought I was this amazing mom. And I am. I have been. But I have had some some shortcomings that I wasn't really aware of that was affecting my son the yeah. way that they have been affecting him. You know, what I may have thought was a joke. He called fashion me. I because <laughs> I'm like you're back getting big, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever. So, but after a while, it's not funny to him. Yeah, it's like you know, because I've just been trying to be honest with him. Like DJ, there is obesity on both sides of the family, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I struggle with my weight falling, so I'm trying to help him not go down that path. And meanwhile, he's telling me about all the good restaurants up where he's in school. Yeah. So you know, but but so anyway, so that being said, that to me, that experience with DJ has really was an eye opener for me. Yeah. And to my brother and my friend, and you know, just kind of say, hey, you know, you got to parent him differently. Yeah. And so it's kind of been the same revelation for me, you know, as I'm getting to know this person that. I've never had anybody. He said, it's been difficult dating you. Mm. And I'm like, I couldn't even hear anything else he said after that. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, well, I didn't know it was so hard dating me. You know, it's right. like, I'm thinking, I'm great. <laughs> right. Like, what do you mean it's been difficult? Right. Like, I'm amazing. You know? <laughs> That's why I'm like, oh, this is the table, honey. What are you talking about? I am the table. So it's like, you know. <laughs> Oh you know, but it's, 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 so that's what I mean when I say it's been humbling. It's been, it's a lot of self-reflection going on yeah. and things that I know that whether with him or whomever, you know, I, it's going to have, it's going to be some changes. You're going to have to do some work. Gonna have to do, gonna some have work. do some work. Do some work. You know, as I was preparing to get ready this morning, um, Tasha Cobb's song came on, Gracefully Broken. Mm-hmm. And that song, I feel like, speaks to the season you're in and even that you go in through, through seasons of your relationship mm-hmm. because- mm-hmm. That's what relationships do. That's what marriage does. It exposes areas within yourself, within your partner mm-hmm. that need to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So and, and if you're and if you do it, if you're broken in a way, if you're gracefully broken, then I feel like, OK, it's something that you can work through. Mm-hmm. But if during that season, you know, that's why I'm like, you're, it's a blessing for, for your friend mm-hmm. to be showing you grace mm-hmm. during a season where, you know, you got some changes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we know that sometimes that's when things just kind of drift Yeah, apart, absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, but I feel like he likes you enough to work with you through those. Yeah. Those I mean, and I think I think so, because it is, you know, it's distance yeah. off, off top. Yeah, so yeah. it might be it would probably be easier to just say, you know what? There's going to be a little bit more work right. than what I can handle. Right. Especially adding a distance to it. Yeah. But I think we both care about each other enough to, you know, work through to do get out. different challenges mm-hmm. that we may both have, yeah. you know. So that's Good. what I mean well, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. Cause I like him for you. I know. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to like him for me. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all cute together. Y'all cute together. <laughs> Cause you show say that's it. I'm still waiting on my picture. I'm I like, know, girl, you know what's been going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> love and war. Love makes me war, think honey. about love like, and war, yes, like Tamar says, honey. Yes. Woof, yeah. Gotta be willing to work for yeah. it. So yeah. Okay. But what's been going on with you? So, um, same thing, you know, challenges of the market, just making adjustments and shifting as you need to within your business. Um, you know, raising a large blended family. There's mm-hmm. lots that come comes along with mm-hmm. with these boys. Um, so you know, kind of helping them in their season and um, you know, still trying to figure out my my place and and where I am right mm-hmm. now. So yeah, so I'm still on a high from um the breast cancer walk experience, yes. you know. That was my first time participating as 
you know, a survivor. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had I've done the walk before for um, friends and loved ones. Mm-hmm. My my sorority sister, we um, Lola Brown, we did it for her three years in a row. So um, so it was a different experience this time, of course, and um, and it was just like, oh my god, yeah. it was. You know, I just didn't know what to expect. It's mm-hmm. a, it was a different corporation that we were doing a walk for this time mm-hmm. with um with Susan G. Susan G. Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got there and saw the vendors there and just saw the people and mm-hmm. you know saw the stage set up and how they had us set up. You know, they had the survivors um in one place and mm-hmm. then as before the walk started, they had us march together mm-hmm. and there was you know a line full of women that were survivors. 20, 20 plus years, mm-hmm. 10 plus years, five plus years, and then you and I, mm-hmm. and then one plus mm-hmm. one year. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just an overwhelming sense of just gratitude. Like, mm-hmm. man, for sure, we're here, yeah. you know, and it, there were so many families that were there in support of their loved ones that did that not make not, it. Yep. You know, so, so we got to the end of that walk and I, you know, I know I teared up. I saw you teared up. Yep, I did. So it was it was a it was a powerful experience and um and just very refreshing to see the support that we had that you and I had. You know, we had a lot of people, friends, family, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of our followers show up just right. to support. So it was it was a great experience. It was. Yeah. It was and I was oh, I was overwhelmed. Yeah, I definitely choked up. It was yeah, cuz you it, you know that you're blessed to still be here, but I could not help but think about the women who were baby in our place last year that were yeah. not they didn't, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a a beautiful um humbling and and blessed experience. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. For sure. Mhm. So I, I think we should jump into our topic for today, which is raising athletes. Yes, God, it is. Whew, it's a journey. So let's start from the beginning, Keish, because you and I met, of course, through real estate, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, you know, DJ is closer to, to uh, no wait, Dylan's age, right? Because DJ twenty one. DJ be twenty two tomorrow. Okay, he'll be twenty two yep. tomorrow. So him, he's between Chase, Chase and, and Jaden. Yeah. Oh no, Chase and, and Dylan. Chase Dylan's, and Dylan. Yeah. That's right. Chase and Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's between Chase and Dylan. Yep. But um, so you know, we we met and I was in full, you know, sports mom mode. Sports mom mode. All three of mine at the time were doing um football, T-ball, baseball, football, yeah. and basketball, T-ball, yeah. right? T-ball, yeah, it was. And T-ball. and I think I told you about Welcome um, All Park. Welcome All Park. And I brought him out there yep. thinking, okay, we'll do this and then we'll be ready. And he's never stopped playing. He's never stopped. And playing. I used to be so mad at you sometimes <laughs> because your kids went to football and basketball, and I used to be sitting out in that blazing right, sun. Right. And I used to be like, if Randy freaking Hunter had not done this at the time, you were Hunter Lewis now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, because he loved it. Yeah. And he really could play all the sports too, but that w- that became his passion. Focus, yeah. And he just loved baseball, so that's where it started for us. Yeah. Over at Welcome Our Park, he was five years old. And it's people. I don't know if people um, as sports moms like. The, the commitment that is involved with being a sports mom, yeah. even from when from when they're that age, you know, six, seven, eight. But even though, you know, if they're blessed enough to play in high school, that's a different commitment. Mm-hmm. If they play AAU, then that's a whole nother commitment. Yes. And if they go on to college, that's a different level, commitment, different level commitment. So we've been at it for quite some time. A long time. Yeah. A and it's a time. big investment. It's, it's a, a huge financial yeah. investment. Yeah. Um, it's a huge investment for your time. Yeah. You have no life right. when you're raising kids that yeah. are in sports. Like it really is all about them. And then you never think that's going to end. Like it really is all about them. You go through the whole daddy ball Oh my, yeah. It's some of them We've coaches I could pull that. up on right now today and right. slap. But anyway, I digress. Think about a lot of those men are coaching their children. <laughs> They're coaching their children. And it's it's so hard. I mean, I put myself in that position. Like, I've never coached my children, but 
How is it? How can you not be biased? Well, see, that's the thing about it. I mean, you know, sidebar. That's kind of something because you know I love Dion. Yeah, I love Dion. Dion had me up at two o'clock in the morning watching the sport that I still don't understand. Right, because I just love Coach Prime. Yeah. But I also have to think if my children played the same position as Shadur or Shiloh, would I want them to go to that school? And I don't think I would because there is, I mean, after every game is Shiloh had a great game. Shadur had a, like, I don't know how that would feel. And I think that, and honestly, I think there, I I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm almost sure there's got to be some issues on that team. Because of some some envy, possibly some stuff. I, I don't see it's how it could not be. It's an interesting dynamic. It's, it's a, a very, very interesting, interesting dynamic. dynamic yeah. You know, that doesn't really present itself that often. You know, Dion is special. He like, is special. How, I mean, you, you have two uber talented, super talented young men that are playing at the exact same time under their father. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah. it would be if, if I'm if I'm considering Colorado like everybody is now. Right. Dion put Colorado on the map. He did. If if I'm considering playing at Colorado and, and those two are in that position. But that's another thing. We'll we'll get into recruiting. Those are oh, all God. the things that you have to factor, you know, in helping your child through the recruiting process. And then the thing about it is I you you are a former college athlete. You know, their dad is a former was a former college athlete and pro athlete. So you knew the system. Mm-hmm. You knew the the steps. You knew, you know, you were heavily recruited from D one schools and you chose Georgia. Yeah. Um, but I had no clue. Yeah. Cause I would have done things differently with DJ. Yeah, I definitely would have done things differently. I feel like in some ways I failed him mm. where that whole thing is concerned. Yeah. You know, he didn't have a father to be there to teach him the way and go through the things and all of that kind of stuff. So, and, and like I said, most of the coaches that he had, their kids were on the team. Mm. So if an opportunity came, they weren't going to be telling, you know what I mean? Like, and most people didn't even believe in my kid that, mm. I mean, honestly, as yeah. an athlete, as a, you know, so a few here and there and even the season that he's in never, we'll get to that, you yeah. know, we'll get to that. But it, 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 um, I guess I question, did you always know when you had children, they were going to be in sports because you were a former athlete. Does that so automatic? It was all I knew, you okay. know, it was all I knew. And, and I'm like, you know, you do what you're familiar with, you know, like I can't, you know, I wasn't, I mean, I was a great student, but mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, my parents, you know, guided me towards the arts or or anything. I didn't. That wasn't what I was exposed to. I was exposed to sports. Mm-hmm. So and, and I gained so much from that experience. Mm-hmm. So to me, naturally, like there's so much that you can learn from being on a team, mm-hmm. you know. I agree. So so I, so so I was in more inclined just for that reason. Right. I wanted to keep them active coming from Chicago. You know, we moved here from Chicago after we tragically lost their father and I'm like I can't have my sons um end up in the, in the same position Absolutely. like I, I want to put them in a position where they are exp- they have exposure where they're they're um they are occupied mm-hmm. they're doing things that are structured and that are you know um fruitful you know that teaching them qualities that that are important being on a team um being a team player you know uh, the commitment that it takes um the, you know, from a scheduling standpoint right. to be disciplined. Like there's so many great things that come from playing Agreed. sports. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was natural for, for me to do what I was exposed to, to put them in that same position. Um, so, cause it was all I knew, right. you know, pe- parents that are, you know, are attorneys, attorneys or doctors, or, doctors yeah. or, or, you know, you know, people that are RC, they're going to expose their children to different to what things, they know. to what they know. Mm-hmm. So I just did what was natural for me. Gotcha. Yeah. See, it wasn't natural for me. If it were not for you, I mean, I'm not going to say DJ is a very like, you know, he's a Scorpio. Yeah. So he probably would have came and said, mom, I want to do this. I'm, I, if he had not been exposed to it via you, yeah. you know, saying, come out, bring him out. Um, 
And I, I, I don't know. I just knew he was going to be active doing something. But yeah. sports was definitely not the top of my list. I yeah. just did not know. I didn't think about that. Um, but I, I mean, he, his daddy was, was a big man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? His mama was a big girl. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he going to have some 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 size on him. Yes. So, yeah. you know, and it's, unfortunately, that's so stereotypical because that's what, you know, just because you got a little size doesn't mean that you are going to be the supreme athlete. Right. But it I doesn't. think it's almost a natural thing within our community that people, that people push, just are pushed towards push, Yeah, because sports. they feel like that is the way out a lot yeah. of times. And mm. I think, too, too, and, and nowadays, even more so, I highly recommend that people have their children active in something. But I would absolutely say add something beyond sports as well. Yeah. If you have the time. Yeah. Um, You know, I did try chess. I tried golf. I tried, you know, swimming. I tried all those things. But we just kept coming back to baseball because he mm-hmm. just loved baseball and then once you know and, and and from you know we do know that even when they get drafted you look at that and like how they break everything down um like they talk about their physical makeup oh, and yeah. all that it's almost kind of racist yeah i mean they, i mean it kind of often like, equated the whole draft yeah. process to yeah, it's like Slavery, like almost like you got this stud that you yeah. know has this and his wingspan is that and that it's 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 very reminiscent of what we used to you know so but DJ definitely passes the eye test he always has you know yeah. he now is six five and whatever he weighs but even when he was thirteen fourteen people used to be like oh. You know, Joe would tell him, he was like, he naturally has what you cannot buy. Yeah. You know, that yeah. type of thing. But um, but I do agree with you. I think it kept, you know, kept our kids out of a lot of things because they just didn't have time. Yeah. They, they didn't, didn't have, have the time. time. Yeah. And an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Agreed. So, you know, my thing was keep them jokers busy and out of trouble. And, you know, and not to say that that will that's the thing like that's it. Because even within sports, they're always Absolutely. going to be exposed to peer pressure, mm-hmm. to just you know to drugs right as we know it is such a freaking um epidemic Mm -hmm. what's going on with with the weed Mm -hmm. you know and and even other drugs pills yeah so so like you you cannot be in denial that just because you you know raise your kid a certain way and you think that they won't do it no that that they won't do it. You know, I had a friend who ran a nonprofit organization and I remember asking him, you know, he said it was always an assumption that the boys that he helped were the ones who f- were from lower income or didn't have exposures. He said, I'm getting as many requests from them parents up on the North side, living in gated communities mm. to help with their children who yeah. have, you know, multiple hundred thousand dollar a year income, household incomes and that type of thing, because they're losing their children too. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 it's all, it's everywhere. It's you know? everywhere. Well, we don't have community parenting anymore. And that's one of the things that I did love about sports yeah. because it is a community. We yeah. are together all day on Saturday and Friday, you know, you start the tournaments and all that kind of stuff. So you do kind of have that feeling. And I think that's another thing you kind of, you can insulate your children in that space because that's them right. coaches would step up. Oh, you yeah. know, a lot of times the coaches who they would step up at Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Don't ever date them though. (laughs) because <laughs> i but did see, and it was horrible well we know we, and 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 i took <laughs> listen no, i get it and your experience was one like that you 
That's why you don't, right? Yeah, you don't. You don't. That's why don't you don't because that, that was... I don't even know how that happened, but... Well, no, we know it happened because you were very vulnerable. You were grieving. Yes. And in your vulnerable state, you just kind of went somewhere prayed you shouldn't have. Me. Yeah, he, pray, he prayed, prayed on my girl. He prayed on me. Yeah. That yeah. Ju- that's, I have my take sucker. I got to take sucker. that L. That's sucker. Little we won't fall. But anyway... <laughs> But But yeah, so but that, I do think that's important, too, because a lot of those young men out there, they don't have fathers in the home and oh, they no. do need to see, you know, what that looks like and that type of thing. So I um I think that part is important. But there are so many things that happen with raising athletes that people don't talk about. You don't prepare them for. I, I wasn't prepared for the, the injury. Yeah. The injuries. Like yeah. DJ never had an injury until after graduating. Yeah. That was the first time. And then just, you know, graduating during COVID and just it's 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 been a journey. And we I don't think he was ever prepared or I didn't know I didn't know how to prepare him for the mental effects of having an injury and seeing everything you've invested and worked through all of those years thinking that this is what we prepared for for him to go to the next level in this at least get a college degree i mean pardon me get your college education paid for yeah didn't happen yeah you know injuries are a part of being an athlete too you know and and there's few that go through the course of you know however long they play whether it's you know, elementary, middle school, high school, and not end up with having something happen, right? right? You know, but I think about all my children, all my children, even bonus children, mm-hmm. all of my bonus children, pro- everybody experienced something, you know? Mm-hmm. And the mental, how that plays on your mental mm-hmm. during that that time of, of being idle, of, of just, you know, just the, the doubt, like, am I going to be able to come back as strong and, you know, as, as I was before, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot that you have to be therapist and mm-hmm. counselor and make sure that their mindset mm-hmm. building them up you know giving them the confidence and even coming back from the the injuries you know chase my, my oh, middle yeah. baby oh, really yeah. struggled um because he had back-to-back injuries he fra- fractured his foot chases at clemson mm-hmm. he's a senior now at clemson and dylan is a um, sophomore at clemson mm-hmm. and um and and he bless his heart he just had to, to work through some really tough mm-hmm. things that happened to him early on in his career but i i really take so much pride and how he bounced back, yeah, he did. you know, yeah, and, he did. and, and, and it's now back stronger than ever. So I'm just excited for him in this last season. So I want to go back because you mentioned something about, you know, not dating the coaches and which I took pride in. I was like, no, I'm not dating. That is just taboo for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be one of the mamas out there. And I had three boys with a whole lot of different coaches and a whole lot of different sports. So mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be that mama. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know there are those mamas out there. Absolutely. So I, I said, no, that won't be me, dear. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, yes, I wasn't dating my son's coaches. But then I ended up meeting Ryan, mm-hmm. you know, who and we met through uh, this was AAU. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't necessarily my son's coach at the time, but he was recruiting Chase mm-hmm. to be on his team. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was interesting how that all played out because mm-hmm. I gave him pushback because just just on the notion, the idea mm-hmm. that he could be his, your son's his coach. yeah, my mm-hmm. son's coach. And um, but you know, one thing led to another, and he ended up not necessarily being his coach, but um, he ended up being in the pro- in the program, but not necessarily coaching him. Mm-hmm. And um and I was open to it, mm-hmm. you know. We see where that led. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's one thing where you just kind of put your foot down across the board, say, because that's that was me. I mm-hmm. said that that's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. But that situation kind of played out and worked out in my favor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's it's weird though because 
I resisted. I gave him plenty of resistance up mm-hmm. front because of that, mm-hmm. because I was going to hold tight to my my standards. Um, but, you know, we kind of worked around it. And um, we both had children that were all in sports at the time. So it ended up, it made sense for us. You yeah, know? I mean, and I'm being facetious because, I mean, you never know how you're going to meet somebody. Right, obviously, right. you spend a, we spent a lot of time at the, at the field or at the court or whatever it is when yeah. you have a child that's playing sports, and especially when they start playing at a higher level, AAU and things like that, or yeah. travel ball or whatever, in my case with DJ. So it's not uncommon. I mean... Listen, but just don't that be that be a whole nother podcast, right? Just don't be that the mama that, that's that's going from coach to coach and, the, the, and getting yeah, that reputation absolutely. because we are yeah. Don't be yeah, that mama, that, y'all. That, don't be yeah, that. Mama. Don't be that mama, okay. y'all. Don't be that. Yeah, don't don't be her. Um, but yeah, no. So you know, it's not uncommon that you may meet somebody if you're sitting at the freaking thing all day, every right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. But right. I just think that sometimes those coaches will play games, yeah. And they like you know, you can get a little bit more playing time. I can. <laughs> Oh, and trust me, you know what I'm saying? That happens, oh, too. No, I'm that not, happens. I'm not, I'm saying, yes. It's the yes. truth. Yeah, oh, it's they, absolute oh, truth. I'm telling you, it's like, it, it's like they, and a lot of the coaches are ex-players, you know, whatever. So it's just, it's it's a whole, it's a whole community. Yeah. It's a whole community, that whole thing. But, you know, but I am grateful for the good coaches that my son had. Um, The ones who didn't play daddy ball. Let me see, who didn't play daddy ball? Because <laughs> I can't Don't say no names. Day. I ain't going to say no names, but I'm trying to think. Who did not play daddy ball? I don't think that. Dave, you have to think that hard. I don't think. I'm serious. Like, the all, I'm telling you, to me, his best coach, and I'm going to say his name was Coach Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe Austin. Because Joe. Coach Joe was a great Joe, coach. He Joe was. was a great coach, man. Joe really, really, especially with baseball, because he taught them boys how to play baseball over here at Sandtown yeah. the way they needed to be taught learning from because baseball specifically is a neck up sport yeah you know and so, so he mental. taught them to think yeah and they were not gonna learn that outside of somebody like coach joe because right. athleticism is not going to strictly like with football you could i mean i don't want to but football is like very athletic right right well, yeah, it is. it's very i mean and i say it's not mental yeah. but it's both of those are very physical yeah but you have to in order for you to really dominate in baseball you have to be able to think yeah and yeah. so he taught them boys rundowns and, and and all the all kind of different stuff when they were like 12 11 yeah. and 12 so he to me that made him he taught them how to compete when it was time to go into a sport that we know is dominated by well it was whites but now it's whites and dominican Dominicans, so yeah, you know yeah. Um, you know, Coach Joe coached Chase for years. I know, and, and yeah. him and Miles, and I can right. say that him and Miles played together, and I, I don't feel as if you know him being a coach. Yeah, I never with Miles felt. I never son, felt Daddy Ball that with, should, with yeah. Coach Joe. Yep, that's yep. why. I, that's he why I mentioned him. He's one of the few. Now, Keno, you played Daddy Ball, <laughs> and little Keno don't even play no more. He ain't even want to play no more after he went to college. And I don't care if it air because I'm gonna just say it like it is. Okay, are <laughs> you calling that man out? Keno like Robinson, <laughs> who I do love, but I'm just saying. Either way, go ahead. <laughs> So daddy ball is a thing. And if you are in that season where you are trying to put your son right. in on the right team, not I don't know. It's like for you to, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. Right. Until you get in a situation. But if you get in a situation where a son is coach or a, a father's coaching his son. Yes. And, and think about it. These men are making such a, it's such a commitment. Right? It is. And they're not and, getting and paid not for every, it. They're not yeah. getting paid. So they're doing it for the love. Yeah, we're, I appreciated that. Yeah, for sure. yeah, they're doing it for the love. But if you get in a situation like that and find yourself where you feel like your son is, is not getting the attention that he deserves you have to move. or needs, you got to move. move. You just got to move. You just got to move. Gotta yep. move. You, but, can't, you can't stay fighting with the coach. No, because you, you you're not going to win. You're not going to win. You fight DNA. Yeah. It's yeah. never, you're never going to win. Yep. And then his wife going to be sad. I'm like, what's she over there talking here for? Why they talking so long? Like, girl, bad. Don't even know why you want this man. You don't even want it. 
You are crazy. You are crazy. But anyway, so so yeah, raising athletes is challenging. Um, I wish what I would say is that parents need to make sure that they are covering all the bases, meaning they're that they. I didn't push. I I tried to push academics. But I didn't push it enough yeah. because with baseball scholarships, it's only 11, 11.5% of athletic scholarships are going to be given yeah. to the baseball players. So they, they don't really get full. No, rides. we got yeah. 50%, which yeah. is really good because yeah. that's unheard. And then we had some full ride offers, but it was the schools that we really were not that interested in at the time. Yeah. Um, because they baseball program just, you know, so. But him graduating during COVID, I feel like nobody should have gone to school during COVID. That was hard. It was hard. All mine were in during COVID too. And, you know, the impact that that had. At one point, you know, of course, they shut school down where every, excuse me, everybody had to come home. Right. And that was even a challenge. Right. Going from having everybody at school to now everybody's Everybody's home. home. And then everybody's not home, not respecting the The fact that the rules. And then not taking COVID as serious as it was. And, you know, because young people, they, they just going to be young they, people. They're they, they not going to wear masks. Yeah. they just going to live right. how they live. So, ooh, that was some brutal Oh, DJ did there. until he woke up to about, uh, 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 I think, uh, mama, uh-uh, uh-uh. Stay in there. Because <laughs> I don't know what you got going on. We had to go down to Georgia Tech when they had that testing thing. But that that scared him straight. Yeah. He did, he ended up testing negative, but it scared him straight. But, yeah. I mean, to then, he's like, mama, ain't no, ain't no, this ain't going to be that. Okay, well, you stay on back there because I'm older. Yeah. Okay, so I can't take yeah. a chance. But Yeah, and then, you know, older and then, I mean, there were young there were young people dying from COVID. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so at was, first they had told us it was older people, this and that, and whoop, whoop, whoop. But DJ's coach, and it's something that parents need to understand, too. These coaches, and this is what we fully understand, that these coaches trying to get to the to the majors just like you, yeah, just like your child. That's right. So don't fall in love with these coaches because you can get to a school, you go to that school for that coach. Yeah. Like what happened to us in 45 days after DJ was at EKU, the coach took a job at Georgetown yeah. and was gone. And they found out on Twitter. Yeah. He and was then devastated. The same thing happened. This summer yeah. in Memphis. He yeah. was supposed to go to university in Memphis. Two weeks later, the coach gets a go gets the job at Mizzou. Yeah. And we ain't heard from him since. Which we don't have to. We're not right. supposed to. But I res- I still like that coach and I respected him because even what he was doing at the time, he's another one that I really have a lot of respect for. Yeah. Um, um that coach. But 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 it, it happened again and I and my son has ne- my my son isn't a crier, but even though he told me a couple of weeks ago, he said, I've been crying a lot lately. I don't know what this is. I'm like, son, I don't know. It's a season, baby. Just yeah. I said, baby, it ain't the tears ain't nothing but silent prayers to God. Cry. Oh, no, that's right. I don't feel oh, no, you ain't no right. less of a man if yeah. you feel like you need to cry. But he called me that night and said, Mama, coach so and so his he he going to Mizzou and he was crying. Mm. And I was out on a Saturday night feeling good. And I'm like, now he done just brought my whole night down. Mm. But he, he we knew then, he I knew then. Yeah. He he's not going. Yeah. He's not going. I never got an apartment. I never did anything. And even though the new coach was saying, Oh, we'll give him a shot i'm like i already know what this is gonna be as soon yeah. as he get there he gonna get rid of all their coaches and gonna bring his people in so that's something parents have to prepare for prepare for but like i tell my son you got to be so good they can't ignore you that's right that's, that's right. just and that's what on it you. is and yeah. that's on you, you are you so do good. are you putting in the work exactly. are you doing everything that you can do because even as a collegiate athlete like you know how lebron has that super strict schedule mm-hmm. it's been all over social media lately mm-hmm. how his family's making mocking right him. right you know what he wakes up and he you know, takes naps and he goes right. back to the, so it's like, you have to be so regimented. Yes. You have to, to, to put in the work even outside of, of the, the rigorous training schedule that you have just with your team. Mm-hmm. You got to do the extra. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you aren't letting them know that, if you aren't committed to, to, to being doing more, even at the next level, 
then you're just going to kind of, you know, fade out. You're going to fade out. Because they're going to want your play time is going to reflect that. Reflect that. And also to prepare them for when they're no longer going out on that field. I remember having a client um, when he was getting ready to, he was at the end of his career and he was struggling. Yeah. He was like just not being in front of, 50,000 people on a Sunday. I mean, it was, he was dealing with depression. So it's a lot of oh stuff God, that you go lot. through when you know that the career that you, that you spent your whole life working to have. Since you were five years old, my yes. oldest son is going through that trend, that season. Mm-hmm. You know, he just graduated from, um, from Western Kentucky. You know, he started his career at UGA, transferred to Western Kentucky and had high hopes of playing mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the NFL. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out, but mm-hmm. he's taking another path to try to still get there. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, as a parent, I want to support his dreams. But we have these conversations like Jay, if this doesn't you got to manifest yes. what's what's our plan b and we right. need to be working on that you need to be working on plan b before you graduate exactly and even preparing them mentally for the what if because right. ev- it's such a small percentage of athletes that make that it the, that, that, that make one it that, that make it from high school to college right and then that make it from college to the pro exactly right so it's like you got you have to be having those realistic conversations so that they aren't just out here in the wilderness and it's hard to have them because they start to think you don't believe in them exactly and that's the thing and it's like i'm like dj that's not the truth but we're 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 literally we're on school four yeah you know it's like at this point something has to you know it's time for something to click so now he's talking about he won't go to law school i said now dj (laughs) law school you know what let me not laugh because let let me not laugh at that baby listen he D- DJ is very ambitious. He is very ambitious. He's very ambitious and He's very driven. But but law school means him. Think about. Let's have He's this conversation, read, DJ. Brandy. Yes, th- let's let's have this conversation, DJ. When you were in regular school, how was your grades in regular school? This is what I'm saying. Like I want to believe in you too, but at the same time, like. I want to be realistic. Now, my son can go to law school because I told him to, he wants to be a sports agent. Okay. I say the only successful sports agents I know have a, degree, a law degree. Yeah. So, you know, and although I know, you know, one of my little surrogate nephews, he runs a program and, you know, um, to, to class for people to become sports because you don't have to have a degree to be a sports agent. Yeah, yeah. But I just felt like the one, Nicole, what's the name who did Jalen Hurts? Oh, and, Nicole. You know, um, um, oh, God. I, I can't think of her last name. She's my sorority sister. Okay. And then LaRon Rogers, who used to, but he does more entertainment. Law. But I, the people that I know of, yeah. And I know LeBron personally, but they are, they have law, they have a degree, yeah. you know? So I told him that's probably going to be the best route for you. If that's what you really, really want to do. And you know, my nephew Chandler is probably God willing, he's going to be called up soon. Yeah. You know, he's already at AAA, So he's, he's on his way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told him you're going to negotiate contract for anybody. If, if, if I'm going to need to see something else behind it I to show that right. I can trust you. Absolutely. You know, Rich Paul is an anomaly. What mm. LeBron did for Rich Paul. Yeah. That's an anomaly. Yeah. That's not something people normally do like, Hey, here, I'm just going to hand you everything. But he had already showed a work ethic and right. his proven sales, you know, who he was. Yeah. LeBron to even trust him like that. He believed in him enough to do that. So, you know, but yeah, so that's, that's if things don't, you know, that's, that's where, that's where we would go with that. But do you have any, like, what would you say in closing that if you had to do something different or would you do something different in terms of your kids with sports? Is it something else you would have done outside of that to make their experience better? Is it something you feel like you would have done differently or is it you just, the way it happened is the way you feel like it was. I look back and I said, I did the absolute best with what I had at that time. And I don't know that I would change anything. I mean, they all you know, got full rides to they, be won. I, I know. know okay, yes, yeah, they did. I mean, come they, on. They all got full rides. You know, and, I, and as I have these conversations even with my husband, my husband coached his mm-hmm, children. Mm-hmm. And he would say, he, he said he could write a book on how he would do things different. Yeah. You know, that's coming from a coach. Right. And, and that man, that father-son relationship, 
you know, with the coach is a little different, you yes, know? Yes. So I didn't, I didn't, that wasn't my experience. So I know he would have, have done some things differently mm-hmm. because, you know, coaches are hard on their sons. They are. And they, they are. I mean, yeah. the guy who coached LeBron, when I watched the movie, his son and him had a relationship yeah. because of how, you know, so I think for me that if I would have done anything differently or added to what I would have put much more emphasis on DJ's academics because you're going to need for whatever, if you don't get that full ride, you're going to need money from academic scholarship. That's right. So we, if we had had a higher GPA, he would have been able to get money for that. You know what I mean? He did get half, which is really good for baseball. Yeah. But I would have done that and I would have continued to probably have him in something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I probably wouldn't have just, but it's hard when you play at that hard. level. That travel that's what I'm ball. saying. Like, like you, what else are you going to do? You, you can't, do, it's only so much time in a day without, you know, you still have to work. You have a yes. career. And you're you have somewhat of a social life. Yeah. Time. Like, that so it's is, like, yeah. man, I did the best I could. But I look at, and in wrapping up, I will say this. Like, you have to be so keen because, like, boys are going to be boys. Mm-hmm. They're going to get into they're gonna get into things that, like, I've had some sleepless, sleepless nights. You can't have these unrealistic expectations with your children. You have to talk to them about drugs. You have to talk to them about uh, young women. ladies, women, and, and strapping up. Like, yep. you got to be real. You got to have real, raw conversations yes. with these young men. Yes. And women. And I, women. You know, I was a female athlete. And, and I think about... You know, like my dad, my dad put, exposed me. He put me in the best situation possible to play AAU sports. It changed the whole Trajectory course of, of my life. life. Yeah. It did change yeah. the course of my life. So I, I'd be crazy not to advocate for what sports, you know. To, Absolutely. To, for, I sports agree. has done so much for me. It's done so much for my children. Um, but yeah, but you just, you, you got to, that balance you need. You got to spend time with them outside of sports, yes. you know. Like we tried to do fun stuff with a little other, t- you know, other little time that we had, um, keeping them grounded, taking them to church. Like I found, so this is a good point because on Sundays, you know, baseball and even basketball will have you tournaments. Yeah, tournaments. Mm-hmm. So we, um, you know, we went to World Changes, but during that season where our tournaments on a weekend would keep us from church. I ended up finding a different church. That's when I started going to uh, oh, Impact, Impact. Mm-hmm. because Impact had that one hour service. Right. Because I said, I can't have so much focus on sports on Sundays that it takes away from the spiritual side that I know they need to be tapped into Maybe. as well. So I made that adjustment so that they could still get that word in them. Right. So, so in closing, I would say, try to keep them as grounded as you can. You know, raising athletes, it's going to be a, a host of challenges that you deal with mm-hmm. and stay prayed up. That's it. That's it, girl. You said it. No, no, no need to add to that. Yeah. So thank you for watching episode five of Mamas on the Move 2.0. And until next time, keep moving, mama. And don't forget to like, subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, all of the above. And you can go to our website, mamasonthemove.com, and purchase our Mamas on the Move special edition t-shirt. I'm